Welcome to Stoned in the City. This is a podcast where two stone millennials recap the iconic Sex in the City more than two decades after they aired. We're real life best friends. My name is Stacy and I'm a Sex in the City virgin. My name is Macy and I'm the sexpert here to guide you through this series. Join us on our cannabis infused adventure. Let's light up and start the show. Oh man, that that berry haze is nice. That smelt delicious. Yeah, it's good. You want to try it? Go for it. Oh, thank you. No problem. You just got to let it heat up a little bit. Anyways, so I'm going to read the summary for episode five, which is called The Power of Female Sex. So Carrie parties with an international professional girlfriend and establishes her nightly rate. Charlotte bears it all for art. Samantha worries way too much about Balzac, and Miranda adds her legal two cents about borderline prostitution. Yes. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. So we open at Balzac. I laughed because it sounds so much like Balzac. Yeah, I think that's what they're going for. Oh, really? Oh, 100%. So, okay, so it's not a real place. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Hmm. That's we should look it up. Can you look it up? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you're <laughs> this recording. Is a, this is a, such a professional podcast, guys. While I, I pull it up, do you want to peep our uh, information, our newly created socials and contacts? Oh, yeah. We have social media now, which is crazy. So let's see. Let's see. Our... We're stoned, so we don't remember it off the top of our heads. Yeah, exactly. No, I think our email, I'm really surprised it was available. But if you want to contact us, you it, can contact us at stonedandthecity at gmail.com. All written out, not the symbol. So stonedandthecity at gmail.com. And then our Twitter is stonedandthecity. So yeah. I guess I should spell that. So S T O N E D. A N D D A C I T Y. Yeah. All right. Stoned in the city was too long, so I had to. Uh, that is long. Compromise. But we'll tweet some cool things. I don't think we have anything up yet. We have to get used to Twitter. You've never used Twitter, have you? Nope. Okay. I haven't really either in a long time. I used to use it in college, but it was like stupid stuff, like what I was thinking. <laughs> um, okay. Anyways. So now we're at Balzac. And oh, it's not real. Okay, I didn't think it would be real. I should have looked that up, but I just assumed it was not real, which is like interesting because it it could have been. Like I'm sure there's probably similarly prestigious graphic swanky. names. <laughs> yeah, I mean it sounds like a a fancy way of saying ballsack. Yeah, which I think is definitely the joke. <laughs> and the hostess there is the most powerful woman in New York City. That she is. Seems like a small exaggeration to me. Um, but she doesn't even know who they are. She doesn't even recognize them. Unfortunately. She thinks like that's not what Samantha thought should have happened. Well, Samantha's in PR, which is like the 90s version <laughs> of social media. That's true. Oh my gosh, I never thought of it that way. Well, but you're right. I mean, PR still exists, but I feel like it is a lot of social media stuff now. Yeah. Like, that's like a great tool for it that they did not have at all in the 90s yeah so samantha's just doing stuff like in real life wow completely different strategies yeah it seems like a lot cool. harder honestly yeah definitely i don't really know how you even get into that but we learned that samantha has her own pr firm which mm-hmm. is very impressive and then carrie writes a column and they're both definitely sort of somebody yeah, I wrote down, Samantha said, I'm kind of somebody, and she's definitely somebody, and that she was funny. <laughs> I thought it was like, I don't know, she thought so much of that. Yeah. But I mean, who cares if the hostess at this restaurant knows who you are? Like, is that really how it works in New York City? I, like, don't think so. <laughs> but, like, maybe there are some places where it's, like, that exclusive. I guess I just, I don't know. Yeah. Like if you make a reservation, you can't get a table. It just seems weird. <laughs> That's not our life <laughs> yet. I guess <laughs> that we can we can make a reservation and we won't even be able to get a table. You want that to be our life? No. If we go to the swankiest place in New York City, the mm-hmm. hostess will see us and be like, "Oh yes, Macy and Stacy, we have a table just right over here for you." That is true. That's that's what I'm talking about. That is true. I mean, I did recently go to a 
Michelin um, Korean restaurant in New York, and it was you had to put down like $150 as like your deposit. Damn. For your reservation for the table. Wow. Yeah. But that was like in addition, they took that off your bill in the end, right? Or did you have to pay $150 to go there, like an admission fee? I honestly like don't know because Damn. I didn't pay for it, so I don't know. Oh, hey. <laughs> That's what matters. Yeah, for sure. You're um, like uh, the the friend in the episode. What was her name? Amalita. Amalita. A professional party girl. Yeah. I'm a professional girlfriend. <laughs> I am, though. Like, I've been a girlfriend for a very long time. I'm pretty much a professional. Yeah. Maybe I'm ready to go up to the big leagues. Oh. I don't know. Probably not. Mm. Uh, uh, anyway. I'm... <laughs> Anyways, so, um, I just think they're, like, low-key pathetic for caring what this hostess thinks, but I get that it's supposed to demonstrate, like, a bigger social scene in New York that knows who you are, and you're, you need to be known, and you need to be popular, but, yeah, I'm not really sure if I value that. Yeah, (laughs) but then I wrote, she followed up to say, Samantha said about the hostess, if she were a man, we'd be eating right now, and they'd send us drinks. Hmm. I said, that's kind of a warped perspective of life. <laughs> um, but if she's serious, oh, if she's serious about it, like, I would joke about that with friends, like, haha. Um, but if she was like, oh my gosh, this is the truth, I'm like, I don't know, that's a pretty warped perspective. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, I would probably do the same if I could use my looks to like my advantage like that. I'd totally do it. So <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm back and forth. Well, that's like really honest to me. Yeah, definitely. I'm sure you do sometimes. I mean, I don't know about. I these, don't try. <laughs> I feel like these times of COVID. I don't know if that's like anybody's doing that. But I mean, or my sexy mask. <laughs> do you think that maybe if you were like. A sexy mask and like a low cut shirt that would be better. oh no i'm not i guess i'm talking like if i had my looks like not my outfit if i was just so naturally pretty you are so naturally pretty oh thank you you think you're not pretty well i'm not drop dead gorgeous if i was drop dead gorgeous i would totally be using that to my advantage all the time i feel like if you spent as much as samantha does on how she looks like you would be drop dead gorgeous too oh thank you yeah no problem that's an expensive looking woman Samantha That's Jones. True. Samantha Jones is the best part of this show, in my opinion. She is the heart and soul. I feel like she gets like put in like a she's like the crazy one category where she's like the one having all the wild sex, but it's like this is sex in the city. That's what I want to see. I want to see someone who's fun. I like it. I feel like she's fun. I feel like Samantha is a feminist, and it was, like, not looked at that way at the time. Like, Miranda was the feminist, because she's a lawyer, and that's, like, what a feminist looks like. But I think she's a very modern-day feminist. She's, like, she likes her sexuality. And that's, like, there's nothing wrong with that. No. I think it's something to be celebrated, especially at the time. Like, that's bold to be just like so out there I feel like as a woman like you're just like a businesswoman you're like sexy businesswoman yeah it's pigeonholed and judged a lot yeah I agree how she's like representing herself I don't necessarily agree on how promiscuous she is (laughs) but that's just me personally well I guess uh, a lot more coming of that honestly dun 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 but Carrie goes shopping for the millionth time of the series already mm-hmm. and she's talking directly to the camera breaking the fourth wall which i think is only happens in this season i don't think it happens after season one but i could be wrong okay. um anybody out there want to <laughs> let me know um but she yes she gets her credit card declined at the shoe store and her friend shows up to pay for her shoes just like you would do for me right I don't know about that one. If I really like the shoes. If my credit card gets declined, you're going to buy me shoes. Doesn't that (laughs) seem like there's a bigger problem happening if my credit card is getting declined? That's true. I feel like that's a big issue. I mean, how much is on this credit card? Yeah. hmm. Like, what's her max? How much are these shoes? Like, 500 bucks, 800 bucks? Wow, I never really thought of what happens when a credit card gets declined. It means your card is maxed out. Wow. Yeah, I wonder what her credit limit is. 
Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. But, like, are you just... I mean, I think... I mean, you're not going to like, probably, how much Carrie uses credit cards throughout this series. Because she cannot afford her lifestyle at all. Very irresponsible. Very irresponsible. But it's, like, very fashionably irresponsible. Like, she's cool and irresponsible. Ugh, that gives me anxiety. <laughs> I appreciate in this show, but for me, I'm like, she's spending it all on stuff that's going to go in the garbage in two years. <laughs> Put it in your 401k. <laughs> no, I mean, literally... Carrie has that shit still in her closet. She has all of her fucking clothes still. Like, it is crazy. She's like a hoarder. Wow. She's like a... That's something that you're allowed to do if you're, like, chic and rich. Yeah. Like, you can be a hoarder, and it's totally fine. Definitely. But, like, being poor and being a hoarder, like, you're gonna get condemned. Yeah. And, like... You're gonna get a TLC show. Oh, my God. And I'm gonna watch it. And I'm gonna watch it. So what does that say about me? A lot more than them, probably. You like reality. TV. I don't love reality. <laughs> I love reality edited. TV. Yes. Reality edited for TV. I want it to be spoon fed to me. Because yeah. I don't want to have to interpret the storylines in my real life. I just want to be uh, shown it over the arc of a storyline. Yeah. Be able to turn it off when you want to. This is too much. I got to take a break. Like, please stop. <laughs> exactly. Or like comfort rewatch something like my favorite show, Sex in the City, where I like watch it a million times. And then I snark on it on this podcast and make fun of every character. And it seems like I hate the show, but I love the show. Yeah. I love this you show. want to talk about things that you like. But, like, it is problematic. And, like, they're all problematic. And that's kind of, like, the fun. You wouldn't watch a show about people who are, like, normal and acting perfect. Yeah. And a normal boring. people are problematic. Like, nobody's Absolutely. perfect. I don't want to watch all perfect people all the time. There's I no have toxic drama. traits. Everyone has toxic traits. And Carrie's is, she is a shopaholic. She has a shopping problem, I think. And I think that it's, like, literally an addiction that everyone thinks is cute. Oh, that's interesting. Like, why is that okay? That you can just spread until you're broke on, like, designer clothes? Like, that's an exception to being, like... Like, that's still an addiction, I think. If yeah. you can't afford, like, your basic life things... Or you're maxing out credit cards to, like, get designer clothes. Like, that is a separate issue. Yeah, that's a really big issue. I'm not, like, judging her, but it just seems like a bad um, plan. And it's... I feel like she has kind of an addictive personality. Hmm. Okay. I can see and that. And she, she says it, too. She talks about it all the time. And everyone's like, oh, ha-ha, Carrie. Like, that's so cute that you're, like, a shopping addict. But it's always her obsession. She's yeah. always buying... You don't need all of this. Oh, yeah. In that episode, she joked. She said, I have an addiction when she was on the date. Yeah, she, she calls said, it a substance problem. And she yeah. does. She has a substance problem. Yeah, and he was so concerned. And she goes, it shoes. And he goes, oh, thank God. But it's different. It doesn't ruin your body. But she does have a lot of shoes. And the shoes she wore, she was so proud of them. So ugly. The little all... puff balls on them. I can make those, you know? Just get cheap stripper heels. Or not stripper heels, because they weren't stripper heels. But just, you know, plain heels. With the clear thing on top. I don't know what they're, that's called. Strap? Yeah, the strap. And then glue a pink pom-pom on it. You got it. Yeah. I mean, I'm a designer. There you go. Well, I mean, you should start selling them for like 500 bucks a pop. I think I will. Okay. Maybe we just don't appreciate it. I mean, I do appreciate the way Carrie dresses. I just still think that she has a shopping problem so like i enjoy the result of it like thank you carrie because you do look i love your clothes i really do i don't like those shoes but i like a lot of her shoes yeah and i am not gonna wear shoes like that walking around in new york like Ugh. fuck that but I, like, I appreciate that sarah jessica parker is actually hustling in those heels all around this these sets like that must be difficult yeah definitely so thank you Sarah Jessica Parker for doing that. And I guess, like, the rest of them are probably all wearing heels, too. Yeah, I saw when Samantha was over Charlotte's house, Samantha was wearing heels. And I was thinking, hmm, I wonder why. Imagine she's you wearing came to my house in heels, like, when I have nobody else here. Yeah, I would be like, what's wrong with you? I'd like, be like, where, where are you, you going? I would are, be like, is where, everything okay? I'd be like, where are you going after this? Yeah, That's I, what I would say. I would say, are you drunk? Are you. Are you sober? What? Literally, what? <laughs> or are you drunk? I was just thinking that. Like, who the fuck? I have never. Like, maybe to, like, a party at someone's house would I wear heels. But, like, to go sit on their couch and, like, watch someone get ready for a date or, like, eat or play poker with my friends or, like, 
like where it's like three girls that you hang out with all the time you're gonna wear heels yeah it's a strange choice i mean it's aspirational i guess yeah but not for me i I'm think do that. she also could have been it could have been after work or something so maybe she didn't ch- get changed but i don't know for you know me what? that's a good point i'd always be like these heels are coming off asap putting on my flat now oh my yeah i would have now that's exactly what i would do i put flats in my bag duh that's what i would do not for but Samantha, i'm not though Good i'm not her. fabulous like that though no. that is like such a level of th- like trying so hard i feel like just don't have the strength props to and her, those real actor women wore those things all day long yeah like they're real people like they're characters but there's real humans that play them i cannot imagine every single day for work i have to wear these i mean i guess people do that yeah but i would be Whew. not happy doing that our hearts go out to you if you do that <laughs> and if you say i don't think i'm gonna have a shopping addiction about? anytime soon they enjoy it yeah <laughs> well they had poker night That's oh yeah that they... was so much fun we should have poker night okay that would be cute yeah we could do that That'd be so cute oh yeah you weren't in ac we did we play like a bunch of poker fun yeah it was fun kyle's really good oh wow i'm not surprised yeah he was like serious about it <laughs> Anyway, um, but they had, like, a really nice poker night, and they were talking about the double standards, and that is exploitation of men okay? Like, as, like, so if women are, I wrote down what Carrie said, that there's a double standard. Women can use their sexuality to get ahead whenever possible, but men should not be allowed to take advantage of it. Yeah. And then Samantha said, men and women are equal opportunity exploiters. I wrote that too. I don't agree. <laughs> well, I mean, I agree in one hand, but... Um, well, which part do you agree with? I think that both men and women try to exploit the other sex, mm-hmm. but I don't think the consequence is equal. The consequence of that exploitation is equal. So you think that it is okay to exploit men, but it's not okay to exploit women? I think it's better to exploit men because if you're exploit, well, not it's not better to exploit either. <laughs> no, no, sex. you said it's better to exploit. But men. I think the it's consequences okay. of exploiting men really are kind of the men's fault because it, the men still have that freedom of choice and to be able to say, okay, no, I'm going to really think about what I'm doing and I'm going to stop. Why is she asking me to do this? Um, whereas if men try to exploit women, well, I'm thinking about sexually. If they do it sexually, that's horrible because again, the woman could get pregnant. Mm. that's is that you know that's a huge disadvantage like compared to that can't ever happen to a man or rape is a big thing i don't know that's true and i mean what they're talking about is like sexual harassment and like it's exchanging sex for money and so like for us talking about rape i feel like that's it seems heavy for a show like sex in the city but that is sort of what they're talking about they're talking about quid pro quo Quid pro quo sexual like trading sexual favors for promotions and like advantages at work like yeah are they being serious that they think that's something you should do and then they went into the later because for me that was definitely the theme of the episode yeah as i have to look at my notes that definitely happened with carrie and mr big later on which part i have to refresh myself what happened I'm going to take some berry haze. Oh, yeah. I definitely want to try that. Mm -hmm. So just, like, hold this for, like, a couple seconds and then pull. Okay, perfect. Um, Okay, so maybe I didn't. Do you have any notes about Mr. Big in this episode? Oh, yeah. Of course I do. Okay, maybe we can talk about it later then because maybe I thought, I'm like, oh, this is so profound. I'll definitely remember it and I didn't. We still have the whole Jeel thing. Okay. I think you're thinking of... I might be mixing I think episodes together. We are doing two episodes tonight, which, you know, that's us being heroes. You're welcome, everybody. Yeah. Thank us. Huh. So after they're having this bizarre conversation where Miranda is basically offering to sue people, mm-hmm. which I appreciate, like, that's yeah. why I date a lawyer so that I can sue people whenever I want to. Obviously. And, like, that's why I would be friends with Miranda, too, because I would just want to sue everybody. Yeah. So I need the ability to sue people I don't like. That's what I'm basically saying. Um, But we go from this nice little poker night where everyone's wearing heels for some fucking reason 
to um, Neville Morgan showing up at Charlotte's Art Gallery. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, wait. We've, I forgot to say one thing. Skipper picks Miranda up an hour early. Oh, I'd be so pissed if I had a boyfriend and he came an hour early to girls' night. Like, Hell no. I know you don't have a cell phone, Skipper. I'm trying to give you, like, some sort of grace for that because you couldn't, like, text an update. But, like why are you here an hour early? Yeah, what are you doing? Like, That's not 10 minutes early. Like, even 20 minutes early, it's like, oh, you just got here early. An hour? An hour. Yeah. Like, what do you expect? Are you expecting to be invited to girls' night? Like... But, like, why don't you just be reliable and show up at the time you're supposed to fucking show up? You hate Skipper. (laughs) I do hate Skipper. And he tries to pretend to be a good guy. And I hate these guys that pretend to be good guys. It is... Okay, my problematic opinion, I don't I don't know which listeners watch How I Met Your Mother, but I hate Ted Mosby, and a man that has to tell me over and over again how he's such a good guy is a bad guy. Mmm, I like that. Bad guy. Manipulative. Mmm. Manipulative. If you're a good guy, just casually be a good guy. No good guy talks about being a good guy. It's Does weird. Skipper call himself a good guy? He's always talking about how he's such a nice guy. Oh. And like, Miranda doesn't care about him or whatever. And oh, he's like addicted to Miranda. Disgusting. Everything he says in every episode <laughs> hey, is it was disgusting. probably low-key his fetish. <laughs> he's fucking foul. And he's like... Carrie's friend from where? Where the fuck do you know Skipper from? Yeah. Hmm. You guys don't hang out. You have to pay attention to that. He is the grossest person that's on the show, I think. He's not... I don't understand. They get these guys that are, like, blobs. And I I don't understand... Like, there were no attractive people available. They didn't have the budget. Yeah, who knows? Why would Miranda be with this guy who looks like he's 14 and 75 at the same time? (laughs) His hair is so bad. Bad. His glasses are so bad. His physique, nothing to write home about. His clothes. Yeah. Every time he's... Different shades of potato. Every time he speaks, I want to throw up. And, like, I I could look past a lot of physical issues. Like, I could... Looks are not everything. I don't really, like... It's a good thing. Uh But that's not the main thing. But when your personality sucks and you're ugly, like, I, what are we doing? Yeah. You can't be both. Aren't, isn't being ugly supposed to develop your character? I know that's helped me. Aw. <laughs> you're not ugly. Thanks. <laughs> anyway, I'm just saying you can't be both. Don't be ugly and unpleasant to be around. Skipper. Yeah. So I'm talking to you, Skipper. I don't know. I don't mind Skipper, but... <sighs> I'll keep an open mind to try to hate him later on. Well, he picked her up an hour early, so... Yeah, that was annoying. I'd be angry. Because what? Of course she's having fun. She's with her friends. Like, Yeah, why are you here so early? early and don't try to come to girls' night. Oh, my God. Can you just show up at the right time, Skipper? I'm sorry. I'm, like, not over it. Fucking annoying. (laughs) All right. So this is me, too. The next sequence of events. And I'm totally nitpicking, um, but I'm like, hmm. So... Carrie said that Skipper came at 10 o'clock an hour early. So Miranda was supposed to go out at 11. And then Carrie, the next scene was Carrie in bed. And she's like, yeah, a couple hours later, I wanted to have an early night. I'm like, okay, so a couple hours later, you want to have an early night? It's already at least 12 o'clock. And then she gets a call from Amelita. Imagine being in bed any and being asked to go anywhere. Oh my God, No. Even if I'm, like, on my couch, like, in my sweatpants at 8 o'clock and somebody's like, do you want to go somewhere? I say, I'm tired. I, like, need... No. If I'm already in bed, it's too late. Oh, yeah. I could get off the couch. I cannot get out of bed. It's way too late. I'm already... She had, like, a whole setup. She looked so comfortable. Yeah, she had her face, like, her sleep mask on her forehead already. Like, you were ready to tuck into bed. You don't even know Amelita. She's like my sister, but I never see you. It's she like, says that to all the girls. 
But do you just like buy shoes for everyone? I don't know. I, I feel like she's it wasn't trying to... her money. Well, that's true. Oh, you know what? I would totally do that if I were her, and it wasn't my money. It was my like sugar dad's money. I'd be spending. Like, oh, girl, I'll help you out. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Well, I would hope like some lunch of that... is on me. I would hope some of that would rain down on me. Oh, of course. Okay. Let's well, go shopping. Okay, that you know it's appreciated because like maybe I will develop a shoe addiction then. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, if it's on your boyfriend Marco or whatever her fucking boyfriend was. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's when she meets Jill. Yeah. Which I... He was cute. He was such a 90s, like... Super 90s. 90s hot. At least he was decent looking, though. Oh, I thought he was good looking overall. Yeah. I mean... A little Ken doll, but good looking. Super Ken doll. And tall. Yeah. I mean, you do like him tall. That I do. He's an architect. And I love accents, too. Mm. Mm. Yeah. He has a nice accent. A nice... French accent and he's divorced and he lives in Paris. I wonder if he really was divorced though. Oh good point. Probably not. I was reading a book where that happened. I don't want to give away the book because then I'm like spoiling a plot for you but it happened in a book I was reading. Well I appreciate that. Um, That is messed up though. That's probably yeah. I mean I know he's fictional but he's probably not divorced. Yeah. He's probably still married to that lady. Yeah. And that's when she says that she has a substance abuse problem. Mm-hmm. Her expensive footwear. And shoes. But he's going to solve it for her because he says, move to Paris with me immediately. Yeah, and she's, like, loving it. She's thinking, this is perfect. We have such a connection. I mean, that is romantic going as fuck. somewhere. Oh, yeah, it worked out perfectly. It was the <laughs> perfect date. <laughs> well, I guess, you I know, mean, I thought... Okay. Well, the chemistry. They have really good chemistry. They did have really good chemistry. It was a good date. It really was. I mean, it sucks that he's definitely married, because now in my head, that's 100% true, that he's married. <laughs> um, and that explains a lot, actually. That explains pretty much everything, yeah. I feel like. Anyway. Um, I don't know if you noticed a Carrie fashion moment, because I want us to like talk about this, too, because sure. I like her clothes. Sure. Her silver dress fabric, I feel like it's kind of popular now, except it's seen more in the champagne colors, mm-hmm. and like her fabric was thicker, but I don't know if you noticed, but I thought that was kind of cool. She wears super cool outfits. We're definitely going to talk a lot about her outfit, her outfit in the next episode. Like I, I really like the way Carrie dresses, and that's why I enjoy her substance use problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very visually appealing. Yeah, she always wears, like, great accessories, too. And, like, banging heels, like, every single day. I gotta notice her shoes more often. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Her shoes are, like, a lot of it. <laughs> Pretty big, important thing in the show. Um, but then everything takes a downward spiral for me because we're with the sexy architect, and I'm in France, and I'm in love, mm-hmm. and then Skipper shows up. Yeah, and her nightgown, too. That was one thing I was thinking. Her nightgown was so old and matronly. Like, do you wear nightgowns? No, I don't. I don't either. I mean, I did when I was six. Yeah, you know? I don't even wear pajamas. I just wear, like, leggings, sweatpants, shorts, t-shirts. Oh, yeah, I'm just, like, chronically in leggings. Like, if I'm home, I'm in leggings. Yeah. I'm wearing my Lululemons right now. We are not sponsored by them, but we are open to being sponsored by them. Mm -hmm. So, Lululemon, if you hear us... Love your leggings. Hit me up. Yeah. I'll promote them. Who's the actress that's behind that? It's not Kate Bosworth. Kate Winslet? No. I don't know. All right, anyway. I don't even know if they're... I, I don't know anything about them. I'm just, like, offering to rent. Oh, okay. But I just, like, I just really like these leggings. Yeah. But I didn't even buy them. I got them for Christmas. Ooh, nice. The best kind of leggings. Yeah. Christmas leggings. Yeah. Christmas leggings. Are my Christmas leggings. <laughs> yeah, I don't have the fashion that Carrie does, so we will be more appreciative of the way she dresses from now on. Oh my gosh, I, yeah, her outfit later. Oof. Oof. All right. So but, yeah, sorry, you said Skipper comes in, and he says, the sex is so awesome with Miranda, it's all I can think of. Is it possible to be addicted to a person? Gross. Barf. I'm sorry, but Skipper is Gross. Yeah. And everything he says is disgusting. And, like, Skipper, you don't need to talk this way to Carrie. Maybe he's never been in love before. But is it love? It's probably not love. You know? Because if he was in love over how Miranda treats him, that would not be good at That's all. the thing, too, is, like, we're, we're, like, we're thinking, like, Skipper is just, like, a nice guy. He clearly has issues. Definitely. He clearly likes yeah. being treated badly. 
Yeah, run away, Miranda. Ugh. Red flag, red flag, red flag. Unless she enjoys it. I think she does. Okay, then you go, girl. <laughs> I don't know why she does, though, because I am I get, like, an inverted erection looking at him and listening to him talk. I mean, I guess that I already probably had that, but, like, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, I get you. The metaphorical inverted erection. I get you. Yeah. I just... I don't know. Yeah, she's totally out of his league. I mean, they just usually fuck in the afternoon, and then they don't have sleepovers. It doesn't sound like you're dating, Skipper. It sounds like you're a stage five clinger. Yeah, it sounds like Miranda's, like, clearly using you for sex, and you just don't understand. Yeah, and, like, I resent, like, men getting away with being stage five clingers because it's just as annoying like I feel like men complain all the time about oh I slept with her like three times now she thinks we're like in love and stuff it's like guys do that too it's just as fucking annoying it's just as fucking annoying it's like you guys have to be on the same page she's clearly not that into you yeah so maybe just be realistic yeah I agree and, like, if this situation doesn't work with you, like, if this friends with benefits thing is not good for you, then you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. It's totally optional. Yeah. I do think people should be more upfront about that, though. Instead I'm, of, like, assuming. Do you think that Miranda is not saying... Like, oh, Miranda's definitely saying it, though. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I feel like Miranda best. would be clear. Definitely, yeah. I feel like she would be like, hey, just so you know, we're, like, not dating. Yeah, and he'd be like, oh, haha, you're so funny, sweetie. And she'd be like, oh, my God, this guy is so stupid. That's what my little wifey would say. Oh, my gosh. I love Miranda. I mean, I am, like, not the best at committing, but um, that's why I'm saying this, too. Like, it's, things are not official till they're official. Unpopular opinion, perhaps, but, like, you're single till you're not single, and, like, that is how I feel about it. And I don't think that Miranda is in a relationship with Skipper. And I think that he's, he thinks he's in one with her. Mm, I like that. So Carrie ends up advising him that he should spend time with Miranda without having sex. To Crazy. See if he still thinks he has as good of a time with her or like as when they're not having sex as they're having sex. So he'll know if he likes the sex or he likes Miranda it's it's a pretty good suggestion. What yeah. she should have said is, why don't you ask her on a date? Oh, wow. They've never even been on a date. I feel like have, have we... They s- went out that one night, though. Yeah. That, does that count or no? But, like, why don't you do that? Why don't you guys go, like, go out to dinner or something? Yeah. And, like, have a conversation. Because it sounds like you're fuck buddies. Yeah. That just hang out and hook up. Like, you're not dating. Yeah. That would have been good advice. I feel like... I mean... It's sort of what she's trying to say is, like, just be together without having sex. I guess that's a date. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, But, like, maybe be more specific. Be like, hey, because it's... He could figure it out. That's true. But he is over there, like, sweating and asking for advice, so... Oh, that's true. As a controlling person, I would probably give really specific <sighs> advice. Yeah. This is what you smart. should do. Step one, step two, step three. Yeah, take notes. Go. Yeah. You better write this down because I'm only saying it three times. <laughs> yeah. He would love that, though. He'd be like, ooh. He'd be like, yes, ma'am. Yo, bro. He is... Ew. He's into it. Ew. I'm telling you. He has Ew. a kink. That, like, literally, like, made me feel so gross. He has a fetish. I'm just, like, not into that. Like, personally, if it floats your boat, great. But for me, it's just not something that I'm, like, into at all. <laughs> well, now we know that you're not that into it. Okay. Okay. I mean... I just wish that we could have just watched Jill, like, the whole time. Definitely. He seemed great. Yeah. And, like, what a fun fling. What a fun fling. Yeah. So, they had more fun the next day. Another thing, I wondered how late was it that they got home because Carrie went out at 12 o'clock latest and got to the restaurant no later than 1 a.m. So, (laughs) she was full of energy. Good for her. I Um, mean, bars are open until, like, 4 a.m. Yeah amazing i wish i was like that like they're my idols i could never do that i'm i'm an old woman <laughs> at heart i really am you've been an old woman since you were like 17 uh, that's true <laughs> you started you came out the womb an old woman started young you had a walker started old young anyway so 
Carrie and Deal went on another date. What did they do? Did they just walk around the city? It seemed like they went around to different um, places where flowers were falling off of trees and made out. Okay. But, like, they didn't specific. I think they were just, she was showing him the city. Okay. But I don't know what that entails. Like, did you take him to the Empire State Building? Like, you know what I mean? Or did you just walk around? Yeah. I think I remember them walking through Central Park or something, but I was too distracted by her outfit. That disgust. She wore a boa. Her dress was adorable. Her coat was nice. Um, But she wore a pink boa out on a date. She thought it was Parisian. Oh my goodness. I just couldn't get over that. I'm like, whoa. If I was a guy and a girl showed up in a boa, <laughs> I don't know what I would do. Well, I would think we were on our way to our costume party. Uh, just like if I went on a date with a guy and he showed up in a fedora, I don't know what I would do. I think that'd be a deal breaker for me. Call me a Charlotte, but if a guy showed up in a fedora, seriously, I'd say I gotta go. <laughs> oh my god, seriously, I... Um... Yeah, I don't know what I would... I, I, I don't really fuck with fedora. I really don't. Anybody wearing one looks better without it, in my opinion. So And a boa, too. Just take it off. I just get with the stereotypes for fedoras, like the, the nerdy guys. I don't know. I, I mean, maybe... The tips you, hat, like, thank you, ma'am meme. I mean, maybe, you know, it's out. you're out in the sun... And, like, you're on a boat or something. I don't know. There's probably better hats. I don't know. Just not into fedoras. Fedonta. Fedont. Um, but, yeah, they had a really nice time on the date. And they ended up going back to the <laughs> hotel. So they go back to the hotel. Just repeated myself there. We had a brief uh, break. <laughs> anyway. Oh, we had a break in. It's okay. Uh, they go back to the hotel, and Carrie was like, no, it's against my rules. I don't have sex with a guy on the first date. On the first day. On the first day. On the first day. Um, <laughs> and they end up having sex, and she seems to have really enjoyed it. She seems to have enjoyed it, but she did say no, and then he just was like, eh. Oh, wait. Yeah, sorry. I was thinking of the next morning. But, yeah, that was, like, a little awkward, and he just looks at her and keeps on going. It's just like, all right, like... She was like, fuck it. But like, what does that mean? What if she meant that when she said no? You know? Yeah, it's annoying that she has to continue to say it. Like, I know you're French, but you really you should don't know to, what no means. You should really only have to say that once. Agreed. But then I was thinking, hmm, was he like saying, okay, but we can do other things? Oh, I don't know. You know what? That's, that's possible. <sighs> but. But it's a TV show and they weren't thinking that much. That's true. But they are. They banged it out. And literally. (laughs) Then he told her to stay in the morning and order room service, which very classy Jill. Very classy. Although I thought his name was Gene for the first like half of the episode. Oh. (laughs) Jill is like not a name. (laughs) Um, But Jilly. She wakes up in the hotel room. And there's an envelope with her name on it and a note that says, thanks for the beautiful day. And what else? A thousand dollars, baby. A thousand big ones. A thousand smackaroos. That's a lot of cheddar, yo. Yeah, that's a good amount of money. Well, sex for money is an exchange of power. I mean, I think it's a boss move to invite like three friends over to have... Um, room service with you? I never would have thought of that. So if this ever happens, thank you for putting that in my head. Carrie. That is so true. If you ever are like at a local hotel and like that you're with a guy, like a, a rich French guy, and he tells you to order room service, I would like to come, or like you could at least get me some hash browns. Yeah. Okay. Because okay. I just this is all about how this benefits me. Okay. So if if you have your boyfriend's credit card, like buy me things. And if you like any of these things, I want to be invited. Okay. Because I feel like they just get all this free shit. Yeah. I'll try to, I'll keep that in mind. Okay. Yeah. Cause I would just want to pay it forward, you know, just mm-hmm. to anybody who needs it. I appreciate it. Wants when, it. When you're a sugar baby, you can, you know, pay it forward for sure. That's a nice way to put it. Yeah. Uh, in time. I don't know. Do you think that that was a bad date? Do you think it was a good date? I don't even know what I can think of it as because they had different intentions and one thought it, well, I don't know what he thought she thought it was, but she definitely thought it was a date and he knew he was going to pay her for having sex with him. 
So I don't even know if I really can compare because he's going to try to be keep it going as good as possible. He's going to be agreeable and nice to get along with and provide no opinions that would provide any drama or something unsettling. So do you think he directly paid her for sex or do you think that he just gave her money because she was talking about being broke? Oh, I don't know, but I felt like he would have like insinuated something if Although I don't she think he talked about being broke. I don't think he would have given it to her if they didn't have sex, so never yeah. mind. Never mind. Yeah. It's conditional money. Yeah. It, it's quid pro quo. It is, it is. See look, Latin. Um I mean I mean I would have sex with that guy for a thousand dollars, but she didn't even get the opportunity to discuss her rate, which I feel mm. like I mean, it's a good rate. because she didn't have one. Yeah, because she's not a prostitute. Yeah. And maybe he didn't need to do that. But, like, heck, I'll take the $1,000. Is that awful? That'd be a great bonus if you didn't know. It's it's a good consolation. It's like, like, oh, it was a one-night stand with a cash bonus. Yeah. That's what she said, and I agree. It's so much better than being disappointed and let down after a guy who isn't interested in you for you as a date. Or he's definitely married. Yeah. And you just get a 1000 bucks. That's amazing. I probably just wouldn't even have told anyone. Except your friends who you called over for room service. Well, that's true, and those are probably the only people she told. Oh, yeah. So it doesn't even matter. And think of it, $1,000 plus room service. Can't get any better. I'd probably, like, take a bottle of wine on my way out, too. Hell, yeah, I'd steal a bathrobe. He's so rich. He's not looking at these bills. I'd clear out that mini fridge for mm-hmm. what I would do. Oh, you're going to treat me like a prostitute? I'm going to fucking rob you. Oh, yeah. I'm going to take the TV... I'm going to take the microwave. I'm fucking ripping these counters <laughs> out. Because like, I would be offended, but I also would definitely abuse the situation. Wow. Yeah, and he can't do anything about it because then... No, it's on his card, right? Yeah. And I don't even exist. He doesn't even know who I am. Exactly, because he'd had to admit. Like, what am I, Amelita's hooker friend? Mm, like, you don't, you don't know. Yeah, Amelita was definitely an escort, in my opinion. Um, I loved Amelita's That's cigarette holder. That's definitely why he paid her. Yeah. Because he thought, oh, I've, I've never... Re- oh, really? I thought that was, like, the subject of the episode or part of the one big plot things of the episode. I didn't realize... Wow. Wow. I don't know. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah, she's a professional escort. They call her a professional dater, but, I mean, I think she's actually an escort. Seems like it now. Yeah, because she wouldn't do these things for money. She's doing it because of the money, not necessarily because of the guys, and the guys don't necessarily care about her as a person. They care about her as a piece of arm candy. That's true. She does have different boyfriends in the episode. Like, she starts with one and ends with a different one. She's very successful. But like, where is she getting all these guys? Is it from, like, a... Ads, whatever her network is, uh, connections. Yeah, and she wouldn't say, my sugar daddy or, you know, my cl- client is... You know, I'm here here with my my, client. She says, I'm here with my boyfriend. It's a similar thing. My boyfriend is a loose term, I guess. Yeah, but easy, better to explain. It it does sound better. I'm an escort. (laughs) That's my John. Yeah. (laughs) He probably would not like that. Yeah, he wouldn't like it either. Oh, my dog has the zooms. Um, (laughs) Oh my gosh, he's covered in snow. So cute. Ugh. Oh my goodness. Are you okay? Um, but anyway, so yeah, that happens. And they talk about um, the friends. Well, everybody but Miranda talk about at room when they got room service, um, how he gave her money. And what it, Samantha said, money does not equal sex. I think that's what I wrote down. Um, no, she said sex is power and money is power so exchanging sex for money is just an exchange of power okay sorry Mm -hmm. yeah you said that which is like i guess but like i think that's samantha again being like very um forward thinking and being so like she's like sex worker positive like which is a new opinion i feel like like Mm -hmm. she's that is that is prostitution that you're talking about yeah. And, like, being, like, like in the empowerment of sex workers, I feel like, is a very new concept. So that's sort of really ahead of its time, I feel like. Yeah, but I personally don't agree with prostitution. <laughs> that's okay. At all. I think that's, like, an understandable stance. Yeah. 
it shouldn't, I don't know, shouldn't be glorified. <laughs> and yeah, because what happens at the, okay, so, well, I could get into it. We don't have to get into it. Well, we still have more to talk about. And it's been 45 minutes. That's true. That's true. All right. Next up, we'll talk about this in another episode. Okay. Well, the next thing that happens is Charlotte goes to Neville's farm. Oh, her hair is gorgeous. I know. Uh, Charlotte is the prettiest one. She's, she's so pretty. She's so beautiful. She looks really Botoxy now. Yeah. But she's still really beautiful. Yeah. And I would also have Botox if I was her. Mm. I, I'm not even judging. I don't care. Get all the Botox you want. I, like, don't care about there that. There you go. These are my opinions. (laughs) These are not, this is not advice in any way. These are just my opinions. Yeah. Which are uninformed and nobody should take as serious. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just spitballing. But like, get all the Botox you want, especially if you're on TV. Do it. Yeah. You look good. I mean, she looks weird, but like, what would she look like if otherwise she'd look old? So this is what she chose. There's nothing she chose. wrong with being old. There's nothing wrong with being old, but she's choosing to look like this. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that either. Yeah, yeah. Do... If that makes her happy, then that's great. Exactly. I hope it makes her happy. I hope it does too. I think I'm a big advocate of people shoot whatever they want. Yeah. Just do whatever you want. Who cares? There you go. Why not? There's nothing morally wrong with getting Botox, I mean. That's true. And I feel like it becomes, like, a, like people act like it's, like, a moral issue. Like, you're so, sh- like, I don't know. Like, I guess it's, like, a shallow thing, like, a vanity thing. But we do a lot of things for vanity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I haven't had Botox, but clearly I'm <laughs> in support of Botox. Uh, <laughs> Botox, sponsor us. <laughs> well, we're already advertising you for free. You know what? Not just Botox. We will rep for any poison that wants us to advertise for them. Oh, my God. Any poison. We are ready. I just already have my ad ready for botulism, but I could come up with other ones. <laughs> Wait, did you say botulism? Isn't that what it is? No, I think botulism is, like, a really bad disease. What is it in Botox? They get eating in, like, canned... Oh, shit. What's the thing mm. in Botox? I don't know. It's poison. Oh. Um, I don't know. I have to look that up. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm going to go to the basement and check the records. I don't know. Or I know what I'm talking about. I don't know how to say it, though. It's It looks like botulism, but I think it's actually botulism. Mm. It's botulin. Oh, okay. Is that not the same thing? No, I wouldn't think so. Wow. Hmm. The thing I'm talking about, you get it, like, after eating goods that have been improperly canned or, like, it's like a food poisoning, like a super deadly food poisoning. Oh, yuck. I guess I'm not thinking of that. It's a similar name, though. Okay. Um, Botulin. Okay. Okay, got it. Yeah. But it's it's poison that you just, like, put in your face and, like, freezes it. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. There's a lot of medical uses of Botox, too, though. Yeah, I heard there's actually, like, good things. Like, it reduces migraines or something like that. Yeah, there's migraine ones. Um, there's ones that, like, reduce sweat. There's ones for, like, bleeding. There's, like, a lot of different uses of bo- for Botox. Wow. Yeah. Huh. See? I'm pro-Botox. That's what I'm saying. I'm huh. ready for the ad. But she goes to Neville's farm, and he definitely has not had Botox. He looks old. Ugh, he has long hair. Gross. <laughs> I hate long hair on guys. Ugh. Well, he is an artist. That's, yeah. And we're not sure if he's creepy until his wife shows up. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They were, like, in a cult. They were trying to coerce uh, Charlotte. Well, they did. Um, he said he was introducing his art, and he said it's the closest he's ever come to pure universal god force. The cunt. Yeah. And everything was uh, pictures of women's labias. Cunts. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I hated that word. <laughs> I'm sorry if I've offended anyone by using it, but it's literally what they said in the episode. Yeah. So we are directly quoting the episode because I think that that is an offensive word. I get that he's using it literally, though. Yeah. He's not talking about, like, you bitch, like, you know what I mean? Kind of use of it. It's. He means, like, they're. It's a vulva and a labia. Yeah. I thought it was weird because he used that word and I think that's, you know, a degrading word. And 
he was describing it so positively and he also said it was the source of all life which is true and the source of all pleasure which i thought that was interesting because are you really and beauty okay and beauty totally agree (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah he said the source of all life and pleasure and beauty but life and pleasure pleasure specifically life is also true um but all pleasure from the vagina, like, come on, guy, you can't get your pleasure from other things. Like, is sex all of your pleasure? Um, I'm taking this, like, super literally. Super but... literally, but I, I mean, I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's art. It is art. And it's an interesting, I mean, there, it doesn't really look like a vagina on the. No, it doesn't. I, I thought they were... I love the paintings, actually. Yeah. I like them a lot. I like them, too. And I don't think they looked really like that. But no. you know what I mean? I think he's trying to make... Like, he's sketching a labia, and then he's painting something similar to it. It's not a direct... It's not, like, a portrait. Yeah. It's inspired by it. Okay. I think, right? I don't know. I thought he was just painting them and doing it wacky colors. <laughs> Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I mean, it's also fake art because it's a TV show. Yeah, that's true. But, like, I like them, and I, maybe I, I would hang out. I the artist who had to make them say, all right, we need your art for a TV oh show. <laughs> it's not going to be you, like, who it's made by, but... Oh, <laughs> my God, that's so true. Someone had to make a lot of those. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyways, but, okay, so Neville was trying to convince Charlotte... Well, he asked her if she would like to be a subject for one of his paintings. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. would involve her, you know, him looking at her vagina for an extended period of time. And she was like, wow, she was really taken aback. And then his wife comes out with drinks and cookies. And my first thought was, oh, Charlotte, do not drink that drink because they definitely put something in it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> they didn't. But oh, this was where the exchange of power came from. I see in my notes. I thought it was happened to somebody else. Um, so earlier in the episode, they were talking about using... Um, sex as an exchange of power this is where i thought that was an example or where it kind of came about because i felt like the guy was had power over charlotte she is at his location he is going to make a big decision to fuel the success of her gallery and he asked her this deeply intimate you know question Mm -hmm. will Mm -hmm. you you know can i look at your vagina to paint you know, and that kind of, he exercised his power over her, not to mention his wife came and, like, essentially tag-teamed her, like, say, yes, you definitely want to do it. But I just thought that was really interesting in how this show is deeper than, you know, one would think on the surface. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I felt like this show is honestly super deep and has a lot of levels. And, like, for me, I, when the wife shows up the first time I watch, well, maybe just this time when I watched it, I don't know, um... I feel like, oh, well, good. He's not going to, like, molest Charlotte because his wife is here. That's, like, my immediate thought. Is, like, Charlotte's safer because another woman has entered the room. But, Uh like, that's also problematic that that's the first thing I think. Because he does seem kind of creepy. Yeah. And it doesn't seem, like, purely about art. But I think that we're supposed to get the impression that he's just, like, an eccentric artist. Okay. But it is, like, he is abusing his power because she's in a position where she looks really uptight if she says no yeah and it's like not really a fair it's not really a fair question yeah and think of this it's back in the 90s she can't just get an uber and say okay like i'll wait outside if she says no it's that awkward moment and it's like all right how am i going to get away from here do i have to stay the whole time should i leave early or if i do i'm gonna yeah and like we're gonna sketch this today yeah right right here right now what are you asking me to remove my pants right now? Yeah. Like, ooh. Yeah. Even if I wanted to say no, now I'm in a really weird position. Yeah. <sighs> that was pretty deep, interesting. But she ends up doing it. I think I would, too. I think that's <laughs> kind of cool. I don't know. I'd like to see what my vagina looks like painted out by somebody. <laughs> We're like, he's a creep, he's a creep, he's a creep. But I would do it. <laughs> I don't. I know. mean, if I knew it prematurely, I'd, I'd say yes. Oh, that's true. If someone asked me fairly, maybe I would do it. Yeah. I don't know if I would want to do it in that situation, though, where it's being sprung on me. Yeah. If somebody gave me alcohol, I would 100% say yes. Oh, so my please gosh. Please do that. Now I, now I have to Nobody that do damn that. It. Nobody do that. She will let you paint her. 
like one of her your french girls oh my gosh the truth is coming out the truth is coming out but um samantha and carrie go back for more ball sack yes because they love a place where they can't get a table and they have no idea what the food is like because they can't get a table. Anything for notoriety, baby. Does it look cool to get rejected at a restaurant? Oh, wait, I would... d- didn't Carrie go there the other night, though? She did, with Amelita. Okay, yeah. And then the hostess was there, and <laughs> Carrie was like, haha, I know somebody here. And the hostess was just like, ugh. Yeah. Like, I wanted to get one on you, you annoying, like, patron. I feel like we're, like, thinking this um, hostess cares a lot more than she does. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, why would she fucking care? I mean, I know that we're supposed to think she does, but, like, have you ever been a hostess at a restaurant? Oh, no, but care. I worked in customer service. I don't care what the customers do. I'm just, like, I want to do my job. Like, is this hostess, like, she is, like, the world's best worker that she just really cares? She might. I mean, again, this is before social media, so I guess maybe this is how she meets, like, cool people is being a hostess at this restaurant and like it's very exclusive but i just don't understand how you can make a reservation and you can't get a table yeah that's that's unprofessional that that seemed like the worst restaurant i would not go back yeah you know that's true okay i get it now it makes sense like i know that we're supposed to get the impression that's exclusive and that makes it cool to me that makes it horrible and i would not go back yeah definitely rude if i have a reservation i'm gonna sit down i don't even care yeah bring me a chair you said yes yeah, like, I booked this ahead of time. It's different if it's, like, super crowded and you just show up. Whatever. I If I have a reservation, I'm not waiting. Yeah, like, I'm pissed. I need to be sad. But but they still can't get in because mm-hmm. this place sucks. And then Carrie's going to go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. but Amelita sees her. Mm-hmm. And they sit uh, – she talks with them, and a rich guy invites Carrie to go to Venice. Mm-hmm. And Amelita's with a different guy. Mm-hmm. And Carrie chooses her morals ultimately, mm-hmm. and she's just concludes that she's established her rate for a one night stand, which is a thousand dollars apparently. Yeah, <laughs> it's not bad. No, it's a pretty good rate. Yeah, for a first time hooker. Oh man, I don't know. People pay a lot. I mean, maybe you're more valuable as a first time hooker. I don't think she was saying that literally either, though. Mm. Because the thing, the guy's taking her to Venice. That's way more than a thousand dollars a day. He's going to treat her to fancy meals and a helicopter flight and. Yeah, this is like yacht girls. Yeah. Like you know. Yeah, exactly. Like just partying on yachts with like guys in the Middle East, like. But they're really hookers. Yeah. Escorts. Yeah. I don't want to offend so anybody. Carrie didn't want to do that. She said it sounds like a lot of fun, but yeah, her morals. Even she... though she technically would probably work from anywhere because she. Definitely. She's <laughs> she, a columnist. She True. works from home, so she could do that on a yeah, yacht. Yeah. But like, she doesn't want to be a yacht girl. She yeah. wants to be like a real person, which is, you know, yeah. good for her. Like, she wants she to just wants to... make an honest dollar and max out her credit cards. Yeah, because if not, if the guy wants to have sex, it's kind of what he's paying her for. So if she says no, it's like, oh, all right, go home to the United States. It's like, oh, okay. Ugh, anyway. That's true. You have no safety net. No. That's why it's important to provide for yourself because it's like you have no security otherwise. Yeah, definitely. You have to be able to rely on yourself. Definitely. But... I feel like that's an important thing for all the young listeners to hear. One hundred percent. Be independent. Yeah, it's important uh, to have like skills and an education. Mhm. And to carry tampons with you. Very important. What happened next is that Carrie went to the bathroom finally, and who came out but the hostess asking if Terry Carrie had an extra tampon with her weird little hat. Yep. The hostess had a weird hat. Tiny hat. Yeah. Pointless hat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she needs a tampon. The ultimate vulnerable position to be in as a woman, apparently. Yep. Especially you're at work. What are you supposed to do? Yeah. Hope you can't leave. You, one. you can't leave. So she was in a very vulnerable position. Yeah. And Carrie gave her one, said, yes, I do. Gave it to her with a smile and continued doing whatever she was doing. Lo and behold, they get back to uh, Samantha and they get a table right away. That's women supporting women. And they were always able to get a table right away after that. That's so nice. Which is so nice. I think good moral, being kind gets you places. There are times when I was nice and it worked out so much in my favor. Oh my gosh. It is beneficial to everyone if you can be nice. Oh yeah. Like I, maybe I'm not always 
overly nice but i do try to be nice to everyone because like it literally costs you nothing to be nice mm-hmm. i mean carrie it cost her a tampon mm-hmm. but like i would give anybody a tampon even someone i don't like i would give them a tampon yeah because it's awful to not have one yeah and look and where it got her women need to support women exactly because we could stand on each other's shoulders then yep exactly amen see this is a feminist show i'm telling you ahead of its time this is in the 90s we were children yeah, little this is, children this is really deep so far and i'm liking it i, I know hope it right continues i know well we wrap up the episode at charlotte's coup at her cunt exhibit oh my gosh <laughs> should i stop saying that no it's okay just like cunt exhibit oh what a weird well, way to put it everyone's trying to guess which one's hers yeah guess what guys it's the blue one <laughs> why is it blue i don't know yeah because i was thinking it didn't that it didn't really look like that to me i'm like he got her butt in there it was it was more of a full like down it looked like an apple or something yeah there was definitely some butt involved okay well you know what she let it all hang out she bared it all for art and she seemed happy about it so and she got her showing so you, you know what i don't know what the point of this episode was but it taught me that exchanging sex for money is always a good idea because it worked out in all of these situations oh no didn't it it did it did there we go that's my takeaway okay i'm learning a lot i hope you're the only one who got that from the episode maybe i shouldn't some of the more younger impressionable uh maybe i shouldn't get all my moral uh things from sex and city though yeah you know think, think of carrie at the end <laughs> she followed her morals by saying no that's true that's true but let's see what happens if someone wants me to be a yacht her girl i, I can't i can't make any kind of promises <laughs> right time, now it depends how big the yacht is right oh, oh. oh my gosh uh okay well i think we should sign off here all right thanks for lighting up and listening guys have a great day <laughs>